Hello and welcome back to the KUM Podcast Network, everybody. Nurse Jen Explains is the show right now, and we are killing it, Jen, on Spotify. Really? You are a you are a bona fide superstar oh. on, <laughs> on Spotify. Why do you say bona fide? Uh, all right. <laughs> you are legit bona fide. Bona fide. Okay, Thank so, you. You so that is so Nurse nice. Jen Artero, and please I make really sure, appreciate it, everyone. Okay, you've got di- different conventions depending on whatever podcast platform you're on, but if you're on Spotify, please follow us. My favorite. Spotify. If you're on SoundCloud, please subscribe to us. Mm-hmm. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe to us there. Also, leave us a rating and review because we would really appreciate it because it makes sure that all of our awesome on-demand radio programming gets right onto your digital device as soon as we upload it. And you're going to want to make sure to tell your friends about this one because today's episode, Jen, is decidedly more mental than physical. <laughs> but, right. but, but as you've been conveying on this show since we started about a month mm-hmm. ago, having solid mental health definitely... Absolutely. Leads to, I mean, it can, it can oh, cause physical ailments if, if you're not right upstairs. In the millennium, we have all those school shootings, movie theater. It's all about mental health. We, we all need to be mentally healthy today. And so today's topic is about feelings. Sing it, Nan. Sing Nothing it. more than feelings. Oh, 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 Trying to forget, but no, I, I, can't, I can't carry a tune to save my life. That was, you know, actually, you know what's interesting is when I was a freshman at high school, right? Complete tangential, off topic. I was a freshman. <laughs> okay. so, so I'm 14 years old you know, up at Simon Sanchez in okay. 1989, and we have to take Guam history, and we played this movie that featured, uh, it was a dramatization of former Philippine President Corazon Aquino. Mm-hmm. She went over there, and she sang an acapella version, and she's mm. like, feelings, and she was like singing no, the whole song. No, she didn't. Beautiful, did she? yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Mm. And it was really, really awesome. Because I don't think she's known for her singing. Well, she she won us over. Wow! I mean, then again, awesome. I was fourteen. So. That's awesome. Okay, but before we start talking about feelings and everything like that, we have two two pieces of yes. business. Yes. First of all, your lovely guest today. Yep, one of my BFFs here from Hawaii. We flew her in from ah, Hawaii. Hawaii, ne? Hello. <laughs> Hello. What, what is the proper this time of day? Because we're recording this at like maybe eleven thirty. Is it? Alo- aloha, know, aloha, any time of the day. But I know, like, because I, I watch that. I, Oh, I didn't oh. even know there were different alohas. There are. Oh, okay. Different. Okay, so what's the aloha right now? Yeah, because I, well, because I, I watch K, I watch a K five sometimes, and ah. and uh, and they say like depending on what time of day, you know, like if you're at night, there's like it means basically like a greeting and you know and good evening or what, ah. almost like buenas noches, buenas tardes. Got it, got it. I will look that up, or somebody somebody Google it, and, and please make me more cultured than I am right now, because if it were just. Just up to me, this show would be dead in the water. Fortunately, we have you two <laughs> yeah. lovely, talented, and learned yeah. ladies. So talk. we have Jacqueline Hatta. Flew her in from Hawaii. She's our guest speaker today. Okay. Hello, hello, and hello. She's going to help Thank us. You. Speaking of culture, that's that's issue number two we have to get to. How yes. is Japan? Oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, Jackie and I just came back from Japan. And we had the best time. Oh, the hi, land of the I rising was, sun. Yeah. Yes, it had so wonderful. much fun. Wait, did you guys go for skiing or shopping no. or just you know? Uh, just uh, sightseeing, shopping, sightseeing, eating, eating. Oh, lots best of eating. Sushi, ridiculous. Saki, saki. Did, did you know? Again, another completely useless, random, trivial fact floating around in my crap that is my brain. Okay. Um, did you know that there are more sushi restaurants on the island of Manhattan than there all in our, there there are in all of Japan? You know what? I, I think I'm going to believe that because it was yeah. kind of hard to find a it's, sushi restaurant when we were out there. Where were you? Tokyo? 
Oui, or, Nagoya. Nagoya, okay. Nagoya is a beautiful airport. Beautiful. I've been, beautiful. I've been there. But it was it's a little hard. And it's all we kept asking well, it was like people. A ghost town. Yeah. Ghost town during the day. And like a party city at night, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you couldn't really find restaurants. No, but we did ask about did. sushi, and and it was kind of hard. It People was hard. Would be like, what? You want sushi? What? I'm like, we're in Japan. That's kind of wow. what we wanted. Interesting. <laughs> but, okay. But, well, a good time was had by all. I hope. Uh, yes. Good yes. time. Okay. Good time. We had a great. And time. that awesome. actually motivated you in a, in a strange twist of irony to talk about feelings, feel- or as as the millennials would say, when you've got the feels. Yes, when you've okay. got the feels. How exactly, Jen, are we talking about feelings today? So from a healthcare perspective, we wanted to see, is it, is it, um, so your feelings like anger, disappointment, resentment, sadness, um, those are all human experiences. Is, is it better from a health care perspective to keep it bottled in or is it better to express it and tell people how you feel or hold it in mm, okay. and so today's topic is just what should we do and and how how has it ex- impacted our lives have you ever been to therapy may i ask i, don't I mean, have I don't not mean to, okay i have been to therapy jackie i've been, never been therapy? to therapy i've been to therapy before and and not actually for what, the, what yeah, did you go to therapy well, the therapy, for um, you know it's 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 good to reflect it's good yes. to just you know yes. I, I believe it's and good i to believe set. in therapy yeah, I spring do. cleaning again right. upstairs you yes know, like, absolutely um it's not like i was terribly like torn up or about any particular thing right 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 um, so what girl broke your heart? No. Dang it. We'll kill her. <laughs> no, not really. All right. Wow. So tell me. No, I'm just joking. Okay, it's tell ni- me. it's <laughs> nice to know that you have my back. Uh, uh, yes, I, totally. You should probably like smooth out the murderous <laughs> edge. All right. Thank you for that. Um, All right. No, so. but, but the therapist actually said, she goes, you know, you're, you've got a very intense personality. Mm-hmm. You're obviously very, very into your work. You're very career focused. Mm-hmm. But I can see based on the hour long conversation that we've had that you have a tendency to suppress. I would agree with and that, goes, ladies and gentlemen. And goes, that's pro- Jason that's probably suppresses. unhealthy on on right. some level. You don't that's want right. that to escalate. Mm-hmm. So, what was her recommendation? No, she just goes. If you, if you feel something, you should deal with it then and there. Do not be afraid to emote, to to let out. And that's hard for me because I've always been someone who's very non-confrontational. Yes, like me, like so. Yes. Oh, oh really? Okay. Uh-huh. Please explain. Because I'm more of a peacemaker, and if anything. I would rather take it all in and not, I worry about what people feel. Yeah. So I'd rather take that in and go to the gym. Well, blessed are the, is the peacemaker, right? for she shall be called a servant of right? God. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, Amen. But it is good to talk about your feelings. Like when you're talking about therapy, that was good for the soul, right? Because mm-hmm. you were talking it out. You were talking to someone professional. But on the other hand... I think it is good to talk about your feelings. Um, and, and just my nature, if something goes sideways, like say if I was you know, in a relationship with someone and it just like soured for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I would always shoulder the blow. I was like, you know what? It's probably my fault. Mm-hmm. And I don't beat myself up mm-hmm. tremendously over it and everything uh-huh. like that. That's just my mindset mm-hmm. tends to go there. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. probably not smart to... I mean, you, you want, what I got from therapy was you want balance. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's like I'm a lover, not a fighter. Oh, there you know you what go. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What do you think, Jen? So research says there are some situations where it's better to express it, and there are some where it's better to not express it. So I think it depends on are you the type of person that's able to um, control the tears and the crying and the punching the wall, or are you Mm -hmm. the type of person that's able to just 
delicately expressed that you're not happy with this situation. So you have both instances where there are some situations where it's better to let your feelings out and there are some where it's not. Because it takes a lot to actually get me really pissed off. I but, believe that. Right. But, but when I do, I yeah. you know, it's... Ask Sabrina and Maria in the back and everything like that. I mean, you know, I'm, they're, the, they're the two that I'm closest to and everything like that. And those two have actually driven me to the breaking point a couple of times. But it takes a lot. Now, Same here. Can, can I ask, um, Jen, how are you with your, with your husband and everything? Do you guys have a relationship where if, you, if something's bothering you, you're, you're free and open just to, like, let it out and discuss, you know, in a mature fashion? Or do you, you know... So I need the advice of the researchers. There are some times where it's not worth saying anything. Yeah. And there are some times where it's worth saying something. Mm-hmm. So I do, right. I do 50-50. Um, and do you feel healthier so that way? I think. Uh-huh. I feel, I think. I feel like it's an okay situation for me that um, you, you got to pick your battles and then you have to decide is this something that, because you, you're probably going to know at the end if I bring this topic up, if if he's going to sleep on the couch, I'm not going to sleep on the couch. If he's going to sleep on the couch tonight or if he's going to sleep in the bed tonight, right? So mm. you have to pick your poison and decide if this is a topic of relevance or not. There's another 70s song. <laughs> right, Break right. up right? to make oh, up. Oh, boy. That's all oh, we do. Sing it. Sing it. First you love me, <laughs> then you hate me. And the key line, that's a game for fools. No. So one of the things that I want to point out is that if if um, you have cardiac issues already and you've already had a stroke um, and you're it is recommended based on all the research evidence that that you don't express your anger by punching the wall punching the glass out because then you actually have three times the risk of having a second heart attack so you want to be able to if your your cardiac status is already compromised you want to be able to control and find anger management um, remedies. And so I think it's different for everybody, whether you should express or not express mm-hmm. based on what your medical history is. See, now I'm confused. Or, or the individual, though. Yeah, you true. Know, some people can't hold it in and ex- they express themselves differently. I mean, sometimes, like you say, some people need ang- anger management mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. some people just naturally react that way by right some people are the, the way you understand what i'm saying yes. am i making sense there seems to be a spectrum right like if something's bothering me i can either one bottle it up and keep it keep it inside which probably means it's going to amplify absolutely right which is not good the other side of the spectrum would mean jen i'm going to lash out at you i'm probably going to say something i'm going to regret later and right. i'm just going to you know tap into, you know, the recesses of my mind and and really, like, make for an awkward situation. Or in the middle, I could say it's good to vent, but you can do that. You can count backwards from 10. You can, you know, rub mm. your, your earlobes, woo-saw, you know, like, mm-hmm. do one of those things. But Or walk away for a little. Take yeah. a deep breath. It's not a cookie-cutter, it's not a cookie-cutter answer whether you should suppress your feelings or you shouldn't. So, obviously, when you went through therapy, your therapist identified that you did not have cardiac problems. You did not have any extra um, multiple diagnoses that would compromise your health and wellness if you expressed your feelings, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why therapy is important because therapy is individualized. I'm going to tell you one thing, but the guy that walked in right after you who just had a stroke or a heart attack, she may give him different advice than the advice she gave you. I would hope so. One hour earlier, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. So I think that everybody has a different 
and your and that particular therapist would individualize it for everybody to see. And then you may not have got medications, and and the guy after you had to go to the pharmacy. Okay. And, and I think it's also interesting. And Jackie, I'd, I'd love your insight on this because Jen, when you first set this up, you you were talking about feelings in general, generically, in general, in general, mm-hmm. yeah. but then you said, you know, anger, grief, mm-hmm. sadness, depression, heartache, yeah. rage. Yeah. Those are very specific emotions ten- towards, you know. Yeah. So Jack's. Towards the more infuriating side. But I mean, there, there are also other types of emotions you can, I mean. Well, I mean, if the- you look at the kids today, they need someone to talk to. They have feelings. Do they come out and talk to their parents? Are they... Is it healthy to express yourself? Am I making sense? I mean, because we're talking feelings, express yourself, and it's important for the kids today to express themselves because we can give them direction. I mean, no, see, am I, like, going too far No, beyond? and kids have a tendency you know, to internalize it and beat exactly. themselves up. Exactly. I think it's a, whole different whole, play, it's a whole different game when we talk about kids. And I think that is, that is, right. that is one, like, psychologically. Versus, yeah, a 60 year old man that had a stroke. That is the problem 14, when, like, exactly. if, if kids experience bullying because they're, yeah. they're ashamed, right. they're humiliated in front of their peers, mm-hmm. and they feel like, it must be my fault. I did Absolutely. this to myself. Absolutely. And then you get a very specific emotion, which is despair. Yes. Right. And you have no no idea. And that's why our teenagers on Guam have the highest suicide rate because yeah, they can't handle. Tragic. Do they express their feelings or do they mm-hmm. bottle it up? Do they tell their mom? Do they tell their teacher? Do they tell their? Uh, now, what, right. what about other other sides of feelings? Because of course, Jen, those those are the very very dangerous ones and everything. What about having a crush on somebody? Huh? What about? Huh? Jack having a crush. On <laughs> that can be very stressful. Yeah. 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 All right. Because At it's like okay, probably fifteen. I like, <laughs> or I like this girl, but she's dating a friend of mine. Or this oh. girl likes me. Or oh, okay. I'm, I may be struggling with sexual orientation issues. Oh, that's a that's okay. a real one today. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, a real self doubt. Real. Right. Yeah. Or if if you're the church going kind and say, okay, I'm going through the natural growth and behavioral and mental changes that someone does when they reach maturity and yet my church is telling me that lust is wrong and yet I'm having these completely natural feelings and urges. Yeah. Mm. They're very confusing times. Yeah, mm, that is. I never thought about that. Boys have it, well, girls have it way, way worse when it comes to puberty. Let's not, you know, sugarcoat you that. Think? But, but, oh, yeah. Girls have it worse? I feel like I, I didn't have any Menstruation? Issues. Did you have any issues? No. Menstruation is yeah. way worse I think than you anything. Had it worse. No, guys just guys just get, you know, really? ac- acne and you know Yeah, but the guys well in our days, the guys were let's, the ones let's just put it out the there. The guys were the ones that had to ask us out on a date. The guys were ha- were the ones that had to ask us if we wanted to be boyfriend and girlfriend. The girls just the guys had to make the first call. I feel like it was harder for guys to express their feelings back in the day. I don't know today. What's today? easy to text and well go. but for girls it's girls you know we have bffs you know we always have someone to talk to i don't yes. know guys have friends like yeah your boys. you know how girls yeah, do you are guys confide yeah, yeah. well these days so also, that's pe- different people have a tendency to do it online and you still got your identity attached to that like when fa- on facebook yeah. or twitter or yeah. youtube you know that's still your personality and your your own identity, like I said. Yes. But you're doing this within, you know, there's a comfortable barrier there because, you know, you're all 
behind these screens and you know you can talk a little bit more smack than you probably would yeah exactly. and today's millennium now a girl can ask a guy to get married yeah a girl can be the first one i think it's ridiculous like too because you know we're yeah. in this time right now when they say yeah. oh feminism and let's be positive strong women and yes. everything like that okay well you pay for dinner then yeah right she, you're absolutely right you hold the door for me when we when we no. oh yeah no i'm not gonna be no. <laughs> <laughs> down with that one but i agree maybe chivalry will never be dead i will always open the door okay, for you, thank Jen you. And Jackie. Exactly. thank you thank very you much. Much. Uh, but you're paying for tacos <laughs> I'll open the door. Yes, yes. Uh, you pay for lunch. Yes, absolutely. Um, just different, right? Right. Totally. I don't know. Puberty um, feelings are, very, are, are a thing. I feel like girls don't have it as hard as guys, but I don't know that you say. But the thing coming out of that, though, is, I mean, you've, you've got feelings as far as attraction, confusion. Yes. yes. Um, Desire, yes, all of that stuff and everything, which leads to a heck of a lot of stress, though. But, but girls have our little clicks, and then That's we go to the I bathroom, mean. and then we all talk about it. I feel like guys don't have the little clicks. They don't have the. Uh, you outlet. guys gotta. You have to do that facade. Girls tell stories. Yeah. Girls talk. Yeah. Gr- girls talk amongst each other, and girls yeah. talk to everybody else. So I right. feel like I feel like feelings is more extreme for guys than it is for girls. Okay. I might be right. wrong. Like. You rarely see a man cry. Yeah, I don't. And that's part of feeling. You know what? That's part of you emotions. You never see men cry. When was the last time you cried, Jason? Well, I, I could cry. I cried yesterday in a movie. When was the last time you cried? I cried. Well, no, okay. Th- when this your is, dad. Dad? No, here's the crazy thing. I cried at Avengers Endgame. What? <laughs> Serious? No, I cried at Avengers Endgame. And at the funeral? No. Well, uh, the funeral scene, yeah. Okay. But the whole the whole time, a year and a half ago, when we lost my father after yes. a long uh, battle with diabetes, I never threw out that entire You did not ordeal. show any emotion or feeling? No, because I, I felt that I had to be strong for my mother and my, and sister, my sister and all my cousins. And, and I, I actually felt that when I got up on the pulpit and I was able to eulogize my dad and the words that I wrote, that was my... Um, catharsis. For you. Yeah. That was what allowed me to actually get over it and, and emote and everything like that. I mean, right. I, I didn't know if I was going to cry. I, I I honestly had no idea. And I was like, mm-hmm. if it happens, it happens. But yeah. And it's not something I brag about. It, it was, was like, like you were numb. You were just going through the emotions, then saying the, goodbye. Being tomorrow, you're taught to, one, not, to, the be, men. not yeah. to stand out in a crowd. Correct. Be respectful. Correct. Be hospitable. Correct. But also, you have to be this pillar of strength and probably... Very nice. Uncle Ken, would you agree? In our, in our culture and everything like that, if you're, you have to be. Ungen. Magahog. Absolutely. Magalahi. Uncle, Uncle Ken, let's be real. Like you, the Chamorro men, the Hawaiian men, you guys got to be the pillars and then we're allowed that's to a, cry, but you're, you're supposed correct. to support Even us. In today's world, you know, but when I was growing up, uh, when you talk about emotions in which uh, uh, boys and girls are totally different, you know, puberty, kind of, that kind of thing. Um, times of change you know but during my time uh, uh i think women would probably or girls would probably have it harder that particular time uh and expressing That's so themselves. weird yeah yeah only yeah. because of the mere fact yes. that, that it was a man man's world mm-hmm. you know, they could basically do whatever they want to do show no weakness show no weakness mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. a female and besides that there's um and as far as puberty is concerned they're Women are uh, girls are a little bit more protected than men are. That's true. Girl, right. That's true. That's true. Self-respect. We're menstruating. Yeah, we're menstruating. We can no, cry. We're we can be. Yes. Get yes. This pressure from the parents. Stuff like this. That have changed maybe a little bit, but still, today, you're right. A man has to be 
demon, no matter what anybody says. Mm-hmm. And now, Jackie, how about well, he's the, the head of the household. And from the Polynesian perspective, too. It's the same. I mean, I think a man is a man. He is a provider. He protects the home. He takes care of the family. And um, I think it goes the same I think that with the Chamorros and the Hawaiians. Too, because back in the States, especially if you live in New York City, for example, everything is so equal. As to, you know, you cannot really say that he's the head of household, he's the man, he's the one that provides. But I don't think this. it's equal anywhere in the world I, I as think far it's as feelings well, you is have concerned. All these women out there you don't see Russian men crying, you don't see New York men crying, okay, you, you don't and you see know, and you know why. tomorrow or Hawaiian men crying. So I think in, in this platform, that uh, the topic we're talking about today... Because for a man to cry, and probably like a... Be, because in a great many cultures... This leads to another very specific emotion because for a man to do that, he becomes almost very emasculated and you're taking away the core of, of what a man thinks a man should be mm. is the machismo mm. and the bravado and, you know. Yes. Um, I understand that. I mean, there, there is that movement that says, you know, like the, the manliest thing you can do is to be sensitive, is to cry, is to, is to not be afraid of, oh, like, you know, I, I can't cry because that makes me like... Right. You guys can't be afraid of, afraid of cockroaches and, right? No. Versus we're like, ah! Yeah. And you guys are like or spiders. Yeah, right. You guys are like <laughs> not allowed to be afraid that, of that yeah. stuff, right? <laughs> a lot of differences, but the manly thing still remains. But the world is changing, and they're saying, well, you know, you, to prove you're a man, you could be emasculated. You, know, mm-hmm. you could cry. You know, you could cry at the end of the end game if you want to. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And a lot of people are saying out there, just because you're a man, it does not mean that you're really. A man, you, know, you can't express yourself right. uh, because they take charge of things, controlling and, and that kind of thing. And let me tell you, you find a very controlling woman, I'll bet you 50% of the time that the man will back down. Mm. Well, in, mm. Pala- in Palawan culture, what the woman is the boss. Yep. The really? woman is the woman is the chief. No. The chi- yes. I'm the boss, because my wife said so. Your it's wife's a, Palawan? No. No. Oh, it's oh, a, oh, yeah, oh, Pal- Pal- Palawan culture. It's a beautiful culture. It is incredible. It is absolutely 100% matriarchal. Really? The woman is the chief. I did not know that. The, I didn't know the that. woman sets the tone. The woman calls the shots. Oh, I didn't know the that. The woman is the boss, and it's a beautiful thing. And so that the plan woman never cries. No, I mean you're, you're still allowed to you know oh. to emote and to be you know to be yeah. sensitive and everything, but that's no. Yeah. That is where the buck stops with the woman because the woman is in charge. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Got it. This is so broad, isn't right? it? Right. We can go. We, what we went from. Feelings is just so broad from mm. the millennials to our parents, from a man's perspective. Perspective. To it's puberty. To puberty. <laughs> take off from there. Take it. Yeah. Take it. Okay, take so, so what, are, what are some of the downsides about not dealing with feelings? Or, how, how do you even mm. recognize that you're having feelings? Because everybody goes through like a, a range of emotions. Right, 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 right. So you, you, you definitely have to sit down and identify your own self. And, and obviously, if you're one of those people in the workplace that gets angry at everybody, I think you can tell in the end, right, when everybody's like, oh, she's mad. Stay away from that one. And so you, you got to sit down and you, gotta, you have to look at things. You have to feel out. Sometimes you need to walk away from the situation, check and see um, if this is a situation you really want to address, especially in the workplace. Try to pinpoint why you're really angry um, or are you just having a bad day? I know I've had a bad day or maybe I'm just menstruating and it's not that I'm angry at you, but maybe I'm just 
menstruating or just having a mm-hmm. bad day. So you have to identify that one. Well, and you've got um, menopause coming that, up right around the corner. Shut so. that front door, Jay. Oh my gosh, I'm going to beat you up in the so parking Speaking lot. about feelings, that, that's completely devoid of that. No, but oh I mean, my no, God. no, but I mean, for I remember when my, when my mother, I believe, when she was in her 40s or 50s, when she uh-huh. started... She knew it was coming, obviously, because she's an educated she, woman. But she yeah, said yeah. once it actually hits her, she goes, I had no idea it was going to be that brutal. Really? When yeah. menopause started. Right. Yeah. So. And, and it's it's a lot more of a mental thing. you know. And they all begin with the letter M-E-N. Because <laughs> <laughs> so of men, menstruate. Right. Men it's all your fault, Uncle yeah, Ken. it's all you, our fault. You know what's actually also interesting? I'm sorry, Jackie, please. No, please. I think you know what the downfall? What's the without, downfall? Well, without expressing yourself, don't you think you would get emotionally sick I mean mentally and physically drained if you don't express yourself it depends yeah what, what are some of the side effects that could happen it depends it depends if you have a cardiac history like we had said before or maybe you're going through cancer chemotherapy mm. or so if you're sickly Mm-hmm. The stress levels of expressing the anger, punching the wall, yelling at somebody, um, it, it depends. If you have that type of health situation, then it's not recommended that you express your anger. But if you don't have cancer, you're not going through a stressful situation in your life right now, and you don't have a cardiac, you haven't had a, a TIA or a stroke, or you haven't had a heart attack, then then it, it is good to express it. So you really have to individualize it and decide whether this is an incident in your life that's so important that you need to cuss every family member out about or punch the wall, or you just need to just meditate, go to church, pray to God, light a candle, and say, this is something I probably shouldn't address at this point in this time. And, and um, But you can talk about it calmly, but there are some people that cannot. Talk well, one of my best friends right. and I, we, we've got an interesting, you know, dichotomy between the two of us because she even said when we first, you know, when we first met, she's like, I, I'm, a, I'm an incredibly emotional person and probably way too much. I was like, I envy you because I am not. I'm taught to be very stone face, stiff upper lip, you know, that whole thing, you know, like, yeah. you know, because I'm a news anchor, you know, I'm not supposed to show any emotion for yeah. you know, any story, be completely objective. Right. So whereas if some weird situation comes up, she may break into hysterics for about 10 minutes and then she's okay for the rest of the day. She, she lets it out. She, but you know, it's an explosion. Absolutely. Right. Um, and then she's good for the rest of the day. So I, for her individualized, yeah, that's good. I right. would, I would. It so, meets her mental needs and yeah. her mental capacity. She needs to express she it. Vents. She vents. Yeah, she absolutely. I would actually keep that in, not let anybody know like what was going on. Just, you know, don't let it bother. But I'd carry it around with me and it would, and do you have Dis- insomnia from it? Are you not sleeping because you're thinking about it? Yeah. yeah. I would, it would displace me or it would arrest me for about like maybe three, four days. Yeah. And it's over a longer period of time. Yeah. And I think that also is, yeah, because my thing is I'll, I'll lose sleep. I'll lose appetite. I'll be just, you know, I'll be off my game and everything like that. And I, I know that is something I, but where do you, again, where do you find that balance between? It's hard, right? Yeah. I'm exactly the same as you. Oh, really? So am I. Because... Do you think that's so because I, you're a nurse and because you're supposed to... You, because your training is you're supposed to be compassionate. Correct. And you're supposed there, to be There are just some times in life where in this situation, it's not worth losing Some things it. are better left Because, you unsaid. know, if you get angry at Auntie Tita, 
Right. Then the whole family gets involved. Did you hear that Nurse Jen got mad at Auntie Tita and told Auntie Tita? Da, da, da. So you got to pick your poisons and you got to decide, is it better for me to lose three days of sleep or is it better for me to cuss out Auntie Tita? For three minutes. Titungo, I don't know. Three Which one's better? I don't know. Is one better? It depends on how well uh, she makes yeah, I, 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 I feel like if I... Because I don't want to piss her off. Right? Because then, <laughs> then my father-in-law is going to get mad, and then my husband's going to get mad, and then... And then they won't watch the kids. Right. 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 It's not worth it. But is, maybe it's, it's not worth it. To achieve that... And so I'll lose three days invited. of sleep. I'll just lose three days of sleep, and I'll just exactly. keep my mouth maybe, shut. Maybe that's why the two of you, Jackie and Jen, are, are such good friends, because... Can I just naively assume that the balance that you have, the symmetry, right? Yes. Is that Jen will fly off the handle if the slightest thing <laughs> happens. But, and I'll but, just sit here. Yeah, but because for Jackie the next is two days. Okay. <laughs> I'm, you're not going to go to pieces over it. You're right? not going to fire back and la- lash back at her and everything like that. You're going to absorb some of it. Right. But also, you're going to observe her emoting, and she's going to pull a little bit exactly. out of you that you would normally keep bottled up inside. And there, you know, there's that kind of balance, which yeah. is the same with Jason. Like, I feel like I'm really good friends with Jason because both of you like, like, like center me and say, like, Jen, it's not worth it or let me do whatever I want. And no, I'm sure you're going to give me an earful about that menopause. Comment. Like, <laughs> I am. I'm going to go outside and find my car on I fire. Just or something. Interject here. Yes, I'm going to ask a question, but, you know, we're talking about people under normal circumstances, for example. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's say go a little bit further and say we're talking about people that are not taking medication, perhaps. Yeah. Or not taking drugs, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so under norm- normal circumstances, and you touched a little bit of if a person's going chemotherapy or mm-hmm, cancer or mm-hmm, whatever type mm-hmm. of ailment, they do take that medication, which actually changes. It does. You're absolutely right. So they go along. So it becomes an individual kind of thing where you really have to be careful about what you say to this particular individual because you don't really know. You're what's right. Going on. Good. Good analysis, uh, uncle. A woman or a man, it doesn't matter. Come in took his uh, um, blood pressure medication and he's not in a very good mood. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so, you, know, you try and uh, blend that and try and uh, uh, give just a little bit more consideration, if you will. Like, oh, he didn't take his medication this morning. That's why he's like that. Right. Vice versa. So it's kind of like difficult because under normal circumstances, people don't really tell you, hey, I'm taking my medication every day. They don't come out. It's not the exactly. kind of thing that you would talk about, you know, socially. Yes, it's so like every really situation is different, so right? Every situation is different. Yes. I'm just saying it. That's old school, by the way. Yes. No, old school. So one of the things that we talked, I, I just want to talk about real quick is uh, with feelings and emotions, sometimes you got to lie. So like Uncle Ken just said, the guy you, know, you kn- the guy you knew before, you could tell him the truth. Lie. I'm sure I read that somewhere right. before. Right. The guy you knew before he started chemo and radiation was a guy that would want the honest truth. But mm. now he's going through chemo and radiation and he's at a different level of stress in his life. Mm. So now you're going to do something called reaction lying. You're going to react because He's in a different scenario in his life right now. And you're not going to say to him, like, if he had said something rude to you before, you're going to give him the benefit of the doubt and go, dang. I'll take it. Yeah. Because you're on chemo. You've been diagnosed with stage three Mm -hmm. uh, lung cancer. And even though you're like, well, okay, Mm -hmm. you smoked for 50 years, but I'm, I'm not going to react to you cussing me out at this point and I'm just gonna say 
how are you today? Did you okay. want me to go get you something to eat? And you're mm-hmm. they're going to react, and you're going to kind of nice to them. They're going to turn around. And tell right, them. right. Be- because that, you understand the circumstances exactly. of this individual at this point in this time. With right. that patient, as you just described, Jen, I'm actually what I'm taking away from that is another kind of. It's both an emotion, a feeling, and it's also a state of mind. Absolutely, it's exactly. Pride. Absolutely, is pride. Right. Absolutely, one thousand percent. Again, and most people, and obviously, you don't read the Bible because you you're going to go ahead and lie left and right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but white lies, ladies and gentlemen, in my opinion, okay. are okay. If you can bend the truth, just don't break it, right? Yeah. If the white well lie said. is to benefit the other person, mm-hmm. um, and it's not to take them down and uh, discredit them, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. And I teach that uh, to my students. Like, it's okay to tell a white lie when a lady's going through cancer and she's like, "How do I look today? How does my hair look?" And you, you know, her hair is falling out. And you say, you look beautiful today. Okay. Um, As we head into the home stretch, I want to bring up one thing because we haven't touched on this yet. But feelings for our friends that have served in the military, particularly people that have now gotten out. Mm-hmm. And now they've got to deal with, and Uncle Ken, please jump in, because Uncle, uh, Uncle Ken's the only one in the Yeah, in, he's in the fun. military, right? Yeah, well, retired, he has served. Retired, And yeah. thank you for yeah, your thank service, Thank you very much. Thank um, you very much. Okay. People often, you know, I remember when when post-traumatic stress disorder came into the public lexicon and they said, okay, well, they call it, okay, that's shell shock. You know, Uncle Ken may have experienced, you know, some atrocity or some trauma about, you know, a brother in arm that, you know, may have been killed in action right next to him. And now he's got to deal with that for the rest of his life. Um, These days... I've talked to, you know, psychologists and psychotherapists, and they say that PTSD is a lot more broad, and now it covers, you know, did I lose a job? Did my right. parent die? Right. Did, I, did my girlfriend Did I get divorced? Yeah. Did, does my dog go missing and everything like that? PTSD exactly. is prescribed, is diagnosed left and right now because yeah. it covers just, so much. Not mm-hmm. just because of uh, what had happened to the war, or you were at war, or you were in the army. or It's your whole life. Yeah. It's your whole life. It's your whole life from childhood to, to the war. I was diagnosed with PTSD after a breakup. Were you? Yeah. Really? And I was, I, you know, I wasn't, you know. Who like, is she? I'll kill her. No, What's I, her name? Well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. I'll oh, kill she, her. I'll stab her. Back. Okay, and, now, and, now, and now we've got okay, another one. That's another of the, one. And now we've got another one of the seven deadly scenes, which is rage. All right. Okay, good. Finish. Are you, are you sure just, you want to express I'm your feelings? For, I'm just waiting for gluttony so we can go out and eat. Right, know? right. I did that in Japan, right? Yeah. I cannot Okay, yeah, that's true. No, but PTSD now covers covers so much so how how jen as a medical professional and jackie in your own experience you know because I'm, I'm sure you've dealt with um servicemen because hawaii has such a rich history with right, the u.s right. military dealing with people that have dealt with incredibly stressful unbelievably traumatic situations and everything like that and now after having to not deal with it because when you're in the service you know you may do or you may go out and, you may take another person's life and i know that is a very oh. traumatic oh. part traumatic. of military training oh. and they said they always teach you thou shall not kill exactly Oh, and that's a really hard thing for people to get over. It's like what you said about like uh, when you're explaining about someone who has cancer and who's going through chemo and radiation, you become sensitive to that person, and you only can I get you a cup of coffee? I, I you know I would only cater to that person. If you I, know, I, if, if you, you know, know that. But right, that's but true. Because some don't, people don't want PTSD on the six if o'clock news, and they don't want to know. You're right. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you know about it, it's a different circumstance versus you don't. As a healthcare provider, as a nurse, there's a lot of times I'd be like, I think that person has PTSD. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've already educationally 
with my instincts guessed and and know how to treat that person a little bit different. How so? Um, because it's just more sensitive. You're, you might gain weight. You might become an alcoholic. You might smoke more. You might right drink more. You might not do as much with your health and your hygiene. So it's kind of like I, I kind of would be like, I think that person has PTSD. So I do treat them this a little bit different. And you're also not a psychologist, we should like say No, that. But, not but at that, all. That's a really dangerous thing to do when you're asking somebody yeah. to go into a Pandora's box in their own mind yeah, exactly. and unlock things that they, they have... They what, what's your recommendations, they don't, they don't Uncle? Want to unlock again. If somebody that goes to PTSD, what do you recommend we do? Do we want you to tell us your feelings of how you got PTSD? I think that's the last thing. Uh, that's the last thing you want to talk, talk about. You want to tell, but you, as a, a person that's trying to counsel them, uh, pay attention first. Talk to them and not talk about anything else other than, hey, what's happening? You know, very casually. That's what I would do. And then you could tell their frame of mind at that particular time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, uh, he didn't have chemotherapy, so he's okay. But today, uh, yeah, he went to chemotherapy. This right. You don't know that. But you, you don't. tell that something's wrong by paying right. attention first and talking to them. It's like having a one-ear interview with some of these folks that come in. Mm -hmm. Talk to them in a very casual manner before I start asking them questions and looking at their moods and to mm -hmm. see whether they're sort of like knowledgeable about what they want to say. Or is it the same thing as what they ate for breakfast this morning and whether they're, they woke up not feeling good or yes. bad mood or having a fight with the wifey or the husband. But we just have to pay more attention to that. You know? Body yes. language, yeah. moods. And, and that's the problem with some of the workplace in which the boss will just assume that everything's hunky-dory. Hey, go down to the yes. store and do this. Hey, do this, do that. But not only the boss, all of us. We All of us, all of us just yeah. kind of assume like everybody's having a great day mm -hmm. and we don't know that you served in the military or if Jason served or if Jackie's. Like, it just, we kind of all make that assumption and then slowly as you deal with them longer, then well, you're like, maybe. maybe. It's, it's correct then, uh, you know, really choose your or select your acquaintances more carefully. If you want to go on a, you know, that kind of basis, yes. you want to call me your friend, make sure that you know that individual. But what? We'll tell you what. Let's. We've got two minutes now because we've got to wrap up because we have another podcast. We we got to do so. And Jen, I guess we between the four of us, we've all kind of like agreed in our non-licensed. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm licensed, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. That balance is kind of is balance. a good thing. Right? Exactly. How do Absolutely. we achieve that, Jen? And How do we get there? individualize it get to know that person figure out if this is a topic or an issue that you need to let that person express their feelings or the emotions or if maybe this is a person that you would recommend sees a, a therapist or a counselor and maybe gets on some medications that's something that everybody if we're going to be a true friend let's be a true friend right. and let's absolutely make sure that our friend is healthy in their mind also not only their body they could be having this hot smoking body but is their mind i like healthy how you pointed too? to yourself when you said that no i didn't i did not <laughs> Both say, yeah, this is to herself. So. No, but. <laughs> and, okay, and we've covered another one of the seven deadly sins, which is extreme arrogance. No! The boys are lying in the room. Okay, no, this, this was very, very educational. Yes, so, absolutely. Um, so hopefully. Sit around amongst yourselves, or even if you're by yourself, sing kumbaya to yourself and everything. Absolutely. Like that. But, but venting is a good thing. I, 
I believe so. In, I, I in acceptable say, moderation, you know. Find that trusted friend that you exactly. can confide in. Tell that trusted friend what your feelings and your emotions are, and, and and then and figure out at that point if you need to take it to work. You need to say it to your boss. You need to say it to your coworker. You need to say it, and then figure it out from there. Okay. Well, well this has been Nurse. Thank Jenny. you all. Thank you all again. for hanging Thank out with us today. Thank you, Jackie. And we'll, please come back on the program You're very anytime. Welcome. Yes, Thank you very absolutely. Much. Thank you, Jackie. Aloha, Mahalo. Thank you, Uncle Ken. Okay, and we will be back once again with another episode of Nurse Gen Explains right here on the KUM Podcast Network next time. See you guys. Adios. Bye.